步What's going on people? This is the official pilot. You are dealing with a terrible two. Um, that is MG and what is that? The terrible two. Terrible two is I mean it's not an official name because it's not the best <laughs> name in the world. However, you know, it's something that I thought about on the spot. Fair enough. Um, it must be nice that you can think of things on the spot like that. This is why. Sometimes you have to learn how to improvise, right? What, what show is it? There's a TV show where they learn how to improvise. Um, a lot of execs like from long ago. Is that like in America? No, there's a, there's a UK one. Um, what's it called? It, uh, ne- is it Nevermind the Buzzcocks or something along those lines? I don't know. Or, um, oh, the name has completely left my mind. And, and it's like, it's got a lot of British banter. There's British banter. Yeah, there's British banter. I feel um, like we need to unpack that. That's a separate uh, topic. But it's like a lot of things that like British people would find funny. Okay. Because you know, like British humor is very dry. So like, you know, like people like Ricky Gervais or Gervais, uh, people will find him like, they think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, and to me, he's just a normal human being. But I don't think I've like heard his material, to be honest. To be fair, I haven't either. But I'm just very... Um, skeptical of um white british comedians a lot of them anyway because see the well a lot of comedy is swearing um and talking about very crass things um yeah and you know funny funny enough speaking about british uh, comedians uh, a certain uh, russell brand has been in the news as of the time of recording do you know much about that i mean i've seen like a few articles and stuff Mm-hmm. Do you know what I find funny? Yeah. Well, not funny. What what I'm p- coming to realize is that soon enough there'll be nobody that we I don't know whether it's like part of cancel culture or mm-hmm. whatever. But there won't be anybody who we can say squeaky clean because I was trying to do a quiz for my work um and I was trying to come up like find movies. Yeah. For people to guess what the movie is. Yeah. But then I was like trying to find like autumn based movies and then one of the movies that came up was like goodwill hunting but then i was like oh because of the whole like what's that guy's producer guy is it epstein harvey weinstein yeah that one right because he produced that movie so then i felt like i couldn't use it in the quiz because i was like i don't know if i'm going to be offending anybody or you know what's mad i'd actually save that movie on um to 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 watch later uh and I've got like 50 movies that I've saved to watch. So it's not really saved anything special for that one. But anyway, um, that's a really interesting point though. Aside, uh, my uh, short monologue aside, uh, that's a really interesting point. You know? Yeah, um, so then like then Russell Brand was another one. Like all that came up. So then I'm like, does that mean I can't use any of his... That's the thing. Because we had this conversation like when the whole R. Kelly thing happened about yes. do we cancel a whole person's, do we cancel a person's art... art? Yeah. because of what they're doing because yeah. they did produce art at the end of the day 
did. Anyway, we digress. Like, we still haven't introduced ourselves. I still don't know who I am on this podcast. You don't know who you are. (laughs) I know who I am. You know, I'm going. I go by the initials MG. Um, Why do you go by the initials MG? Because those are the names in my uh, legal documentation. In other words, those are they represent the initials of my government name. Mm. Um, And yeah, you know, I just. I don't want to go with anything that I've used in the past because people know me by the stuff that I've used in the past. Um, so I wanted to probably... You don't want to be known. Different. No, you know what it is? It's not that I don't want to be known. Um, I wanted to go with something a bit closer to home. So using my initials is a bit close to home. So okay. Like, yeah. Well, then I'm going to be MG 2.0. <laughs> nah, get out of here. <laughs> you can't do Well, that. you know we share initials, right? I know we do. But it's not in the same order though, is it? I mean, it doesn't have to be. The point is, they're there. That's true. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna swagger jack my style, that's absolutely fine. You know, I'm showing that I'm from the mid 2000s swagger jack. I don't even know what that means. Don't even worry about. It. I won't even go into it right now. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I'm just showing my age by using certain terminology. But fair enough. It's all good. Anyway, people, we are uh, the branch off. The branch off podcast or just branch off. I don't know. Do you know what? I was thinking about this today. Yes. And then I had this thought of like, just brunch rather than brunch off. Brunch. But anyway, I feel like it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. We'll go with whatever for now. Brunch, brunch off, either one of the two. Um, and yeah, here to address a whole bunch of issues, talk about a number of different things, provide our perspectives and hopefully give some value. I think we will give value. I don't think we have to say hopefully. I mean, I think I provide more banter than value, personally. I think there's value in your banter, though. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're just guessing. Yeah. No, I um, actually, I actually do. But no, on a serious note, yeah. We, like, why did we want to start this podcast? Um. Well, like I just mentioned, to provide value. Um, I think we there is a, a perspective that we have that um is unique being that we have seen and experienced a few things um that were both thinkers that were able to process things the way they you know the way they are without having to um without um being what's the word without being affected by the noise so i think we bring a very unique perspective. I'm not n- not to say that there aren't other podcasts out there that are doing probably a similar thing, but I just thought, you know what, this would be really cool because we can provide value in the here and now. But also, you know, um, I think it's a great way of leaving behind material for Jethro to be able to listen to, um, for future generations to be able to listen to, uh, for them to be able to, to know us as people, how we thought, um, how we reasoned, um, yeah, that was kind of my thinking. Anyway. Mm. And I think another thing was um, th- we would see things or listen to a song or uh, somebody would say something. <laughs> and then listen. in the car, we'd have like bare chats listen. about it. Like Before we even got the podcast equipment, we've had a podcast in our, in our car. car. And maybe that's why we should record this in the car. Maybe that would make so. like car chats. Maybe that's yeah. what we should be calling it. There, there is, yeah. No, no. To be fair, like the amount of like journeys we make to like see family and stuff, um, we have so many interesting discussions about a wide range of things, uh, from politics, entertainment, uh, religion, uh, business, uh, social side of things. So yeah, covering a lot of different bases there. 
So um, yeah, I think th I think it's going to be a very interesting journey. And I, for me personally, I'm excited to see how we uh, grow and develop. Mm -hmm. Obviously, on the mic, uh, because now we're not just speaking to one another; we're sharing with a wider audience, and I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, but you know what? What's up? Normally, I'm not like now that you like literally the second you said that, I got this feeling of like not fear, but like I don't know because I'm married to you. Yes. So I feel like I can say stuff, mm -hmm. and not that you don't have an option, but you don't have an option. Do you know what I mean? Like you're stuck with my thoughts. But I mean, I was stuck with you. I've been stuck with your thoughts for the last ten plus years. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So I feel like I have that history with you, where I can yeah. just say and express, and I don't feel like you would ever judge me. Yeah. Or anything like that. Yes. But in that moment where you just said, "This will be going out to people," yeah, I just had that feeling of like, <laughs> "Oh my days," not like self-editing, but like self-editing. Do you know what I mean? You know what? But. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we grow. Like, but I just want a disclaimer, right? Uh -huh. This is how we're thinking and processing right, right now, now yes. in the moment. Yes. So in like six months, even three months, right? Down the line, two years from now, whatever. Like how we think in like my thought process in a certain podcast episode, it might have changed. So yeah. I, I also don't want people to like hold us and quote us. Yeah, like no, originally, absolutely. like when we were thinking about names of the podcast, one of the names we came up with, we were thinking of was like, don't quote me. Right. Yeah. In the sense of, yeah, these are our thoughts. This is how we think right now. But like in two, three, five, ten years time, I might not think the same way. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. And but I, hopefully you guys will be on the journey with us as we grow and evolve in our thinking as well. Absolutely. I was going to say that um, usually what tends to happen is people say things on uh, podcasts and, you know, um, sometimes later down the line it's then brought back to them um that they said this on a podcast and you know that's probably one of my fears as well being quoted especially out of context mm. um and people hearing this obviously our family friends loved ones people at church and things like that seeing us um and listening to this but you know what i would i would rather uh, at least have an avenue where we can both express how we feel um and can be honest about things because also it's not like we are uh, putting this together to, to to go viral even no. though there are people who have you know done that to you know said certain things to go viral we're not trying to do that we're, we are being our authentic selves you mm. know so our opinions represent our opinions or rather what our thoughts represent our opinions at this moment in time you yeah know? and obviously people change people grow mm -hmm. um funny enough <laughs> there's this weird trend right on twitter where uh, someone says something and they go viral whether it is some kind of a um a uh, 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 an outlandish opinion what people tend to do is they tend to pull up old tweets that they've um said in the past um which highlight the contrary mm. of their current position mm -hmm. so for example if a girl says i believe a, a black girl says I believe that all black girls are beautiful, mm -hmm. right? Uh, someone would then quote that and and uh, screenshot an old tweet of theirs where they were saying dark-skinned girls are, are A, B, C, and D. Obviously, derogatory terms, which you probably can't say anyway. Um, and they would caption it and they'd say, this you? And that that becomes this whole, um, this whole uh, obviously, a way of clapping back. But it also implies that, like, people aren't allowed to change. Mm. And that is just such a weird thing about society. Yeah. You know, 
I get it. Obviously, there has to be accountability to things. However, we're all human beings and there should be a space to grow, right? Okay. Interesting that you said that because that happen- that happens a lot with politicians, right? Yeah. Where they say stuff before they're in a prominent position. Yes. And then once they get into a prominent position, they may delete certain things or their position changes. They, they grow. They realize that, okay, actually, the way I was thinking was incorrect. But then we base, like, whether we vote or, or, like, support them based on their history, right? Yes. So if you have a politician, for example, who, let's say something recent, like, votes didn't vote for, like, school meals. Yes. But then all of a sudden, they're now, like, you know, the education minister or something. <laughs> I don't know how they would have got there. Listen, <laughs> I want to say how they might have got there, but, you know, <laughs> MI6 might come through the wow. door. They might snatch the podcast if away. anybody's listening, you know, he doesn't so, mean it. He doesn't yeah, mean what he's talking about. But yeah, like, but then we'll say, like, oh, is this you, basically? Yeah. Like, how are you now the, like, education secretary, but you were voting against school meals? Like, how do you balance that then? How do you, you know? Well, it's a bit of a funny one because I think politics is a, um, it, it is its own world. Okay. And and so much like I believe that football is, is, is its own world. So like, just as an example, right? There are people who believe that um, footballers get paid too much mm. and doctors get paid too little based upon what's happening, based okay. upon the nature of their job. But the reason why you can't compare the two is because football is heavily driven by the commercials, right? Mm. Um, the kind of, uh, the amount of audience that you can draw in, um, you know, the ability to entertain and all of those things. Mm. If you can draw in millions, then you can be able to dictate how much people are paid. Yeah. And so football exists in its own bubble. Um, but similarly, I think that politics also exists in its own bubble where... Um, a particular person before office might have held particular views. Mm. And while I believe that people do grow and change, I do also believe that there are people who take on certain positions, not because they necessarily believe them, but because they can get catapulted into office. Okay. Um, so while we may look at a particular person and say, you know what, they're in this position, but they've expressed the opposite in the past. It's not to say that they don't believe in the opposite. They probably still do. However, the way politics functions, um, you can't really be your true self. I don't believe. Which is why um, I don't think that the UK could ever handle someone like a uh, Jeremy Corbyn, for example. You know, okay. I hate to go there, there, but I just, I just, you I really went there, there in the it. first episode. Like you really <sighs> went there, guys. Wow. Sorry, guys. You know, I, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to go that deep, but. Yeah, you know, you know what it is. I think with politicians, especially, they have the ability to play to the crowd, right? Mm. Where you can say things that you don't mean, um, in order to attract a certain uh, person or a certain voter or a certain base. Um, and the, the 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 end goal at the end of the day is being able to to whether it's garner votes, retain power, uh, whatever your objectives are, and and that's why I think like when we're looking at politics and then we're looking at private life, you can't really make the comparisons between the two. However, I do believe that obviously people can still grow and change away from politics. Politics is just um, a fickle beast. Okay. Yes. But, okay. I 
feel like I'm going to derail the conversation. Because every okay. time you say something, I get like a question in my head. And okay, but this, this is like our normal conversations. This is how they this, go. This is actually very regular for me. <laughs> very regular. When you were talking there about like the footballers and the doctors. Yes. Do you not think though, if it was allowed, yes. that people would actually pay to go see surgeries happening? Uh, I mean, okay, I don't know. But I would. I would actually would like... Yeah, if people were selling <laughs> tickets... Doctors out there, like so, I feel like y'all should let us know if you could. So let me ask you a question. Then. Um, how much do you think people would pay to to see, uh, you know, to see surgery? I mean, I don't think it would ever be to the realms of like football players. Okay. Like getting like what do they get? Like thousands a week or something? Yes. Right? Like untold millions. Thousands. Do they get millions or thousands a week? A uh, thousand. So like, if we're talking um, championship level, um, I think maybe the standard. Um, salary could be between somewhere 5,000 uh, going up to 50, 60, 70, 80 and then obviously once the time you you know it depends on obviously the team that you play for uh, whether they've got parachute payments and then when you come into the Premier League um, a pretty standard salary if you're a decent player maybe not a lot of ability could be around 100 mark so whether it could be 80k 100k 120k um, and then once you're at the top end wait a week a week yes a week Stop. sorry so once you get to the top end we're talking about 200k 250k a week yes a week but i must caveat that and say that while they're on 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 paper um they're earning a uh, hundred thousand a week they're not actually earning a hundred thousand a week because obviously they have to deduct tax uh national insurance um they've probably got agents fees so they're probably making uh, a little bit uh less than half of that somewhere along those lines that's um, still a lot for a week oh yeah yeah it's still a ton so okay like i don't think doctors selling tickets for like people to see surgeries would ever be that much in a week right yeah. because obviously yeah. it's all about safety like how many people can you actually get into like if they even have that and this is me like thinking because i've watched great anatomy right <laughs> if anybody knows about that so you've, but got, in... you've got a wealth of experience <laughs> yes in the i do field, yeah I, I am an I expert. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've watched um, 24 and I'm watching it the second time around now. And, and you're an like, expert, like, intelligence I'm an officer. An expert on, on intelligence. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, well. in that, in Grey's Anatomy, they used to have, like, what they call the gallery. Yeah. And, like, the medical students and other doctors could see, could see certain yeah. surgeries happening. Yeah. But I was like, you know, if they have a setup like that, obviously you can only get a certain amount of, amount of people in there anyway because of building and number regulations, which yeah. is not the same like when you get, when you think of like um, football stadiums that house like thousands of people. Yeah. So, but I think that could be a decent side hustle for doctors. You know, if you got a really good case, like a rare case and like you sold like a ticket for like, I don't know, 200, but 500. You know what it is, bro? I, I, I'll speak for myself. I don't like the sense of blood. The moment I see blood, I mean, I can just about handle, you know, like when I injure myself and I can see a little bit of blood, I can handle that. What I can't see is blood um, and quite a bit of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being able to see a, a surgery, like so if you're performing, like let's say, uh, open heart surgery. Yeah. I would never be able to, to handle that. that no, is but just, that just means that's not for you, right? Like somewhere it's like me sitting, going to a stadium necessarily isn't necessarily my thing. Like. That's going to a stadium watching like a football game is not yeah. necessarily something I'd want to spend my money doing. Yeah. But people do it. They spend thousands of pounds getting season tickets to do Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. So, but if I'm into like 
that kind of stuff and I want to see and it was an option, I think that would be pretty cool. I think that would be pretty cool, actually. And you know what? There very well could be a market for it. Um, and the funny thing is there's you can find niches for anything. Mm. You, know, you can find, like, if you wanted to start a business, all you have to do is find um, a group of people who are probably into the same thing. Um, and you could actually get your thing going based upon a small group of people. And obviously, yeah. word spreads. That's how a lot of businesses grow. Uh, people recommend services, uh, businesses, and the like. So, um, yeah. You know, uh, it's a shame that we're recording this. So if someone else is listening to it, they've already taken your idea and ran with it. I said, you know what? Why don't we monetize uh, open heart <laughs> surgery? You know? No, do you know what? Take it. Just invite me. You know, you, wanna be, you, you just want to be able to I see just want to, yeah. Like, I don't actually want to, like, start it. I don't want to, I don't want to benefit from it. Yeah. Like, in, in a monetary sense. Yeah. But I would like to benefit from just, like, going to see some surgeries. That's fair. So if there's any doctors out there who'd like to get me in, I'd Hit be willing. Hit us up, man. Hit us yeah, up. Yeah, I'd be up. willing. Are you, are you on Instagram? I mean, okay. I mean, I am, but yes. I don't know if I'm that serious yet. So. You, don't, you don't need that serious yet. Okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. I'm on Twitter anyway. Um, my username is... it still is, called Twitter? It's actually called X. My bad. <laughs> it's called X. Uh, Elon Musk um, obviously took over what was Twitter and he changed it to, to X and I think he's trying to create this um, this this platform that brings together a whole bunch of um, obviously different businesses he's trying to turn it into a social network I mean it's already a social network but he's turning it into all sorts of different things all in the same all on the same platform so like an all-in-one platform that does an, uh, you know a number of different things interesting um, but yeah I am on X uh, I am you can find me at um, G the dreamer I'm trying to remember how to spell that um, and I think it's G T H E D R X M R or something along those lines um, yeah so yeah hit us up you know and also I was going to say um, if you enjoyed the podcast you know um, you know drop us some comments you know send us DMs we are all into um, or rather we're looking forward to any and all feedback anyway uh, back to the regular scheduled programming. How was your week? Oh, my <laughs> days. What a week I have had. Like, Let's talk about it. Not even a week. I don't know. Like, what a few, like a, a quarter of the year I've had. Yeah. But this week, I don't know. I feel like I can't talk about it without talking about the backstory. But then it's going to make this podcast so long. I tell you what. Give us a surmised version. Or summarized version, rather. Okay, so it was intense. This week was intense, yeah. and I wasn't expecting it to be intense. Okay, and I hate when stuff like that happens. I like to know what kind of week I'm looking forward to, yeah. and I like it to go the way I'm. So even if something not good happens, if I know that something not good is gonna happen, it like I can handle it. Okay, but if something happens that I wasn't prepared for, it just throws me off. Anyway, um, I have been working i went back into work after taking time out um after we had our son and yes. i stayed home because mm, those childcare fees are a lot crazy they shout are. out to all the parents who are paying um childcare fees yeah you know um you guys are heroes man literally literally we, we couldn't do that no we couldn't um, um so we lived on one income for a while yeah and you know we 
living where we live, we were able to, to handle it. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure people want to know where we live. Um, but our location is undisclosed at this moment in time. But please carry along. Yeah. So I had stayed home for four years with our son. And then he went to school. So then when he went to school, I also went to school. Yep. I went to, back to uni and I did my master's. And then... Um, what, just did you, be- what did you do your master's in? Oh, I did my master's in international relations. Okay, fantastic. Like, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was stressful. Yeah. But I'm glad I did it. Um, anyway, I... While I was doing the master's, I secured an internship yeah. with a company. And then um, I did that internship. And after the internship period was done, they offered me a full-time job. And that's where I work. But, oh, not all the glitters is gold, guys. Yes, yes. And I don't know if it's because I was out, out of work or not. But I remember saying to my husband like if when i'm going back to work and or if i ever go back to work one i'm not going to go back to work for anything less than a certain amount of money yeah just because i'm like it's not worth it yeah. it's not worth the stress and it's not worth your time to be my time anyway to be working for anything less than a certain amount of money um anyway yeah work is the ghetto guys work is the ghetto i i interned got the full-time job but then the culture and certain things started to happen in the company that i was just a bit like red flag behavior things like what just like dishonest borderline toxic environment yeah um some very inappropriate things um yeah it was just very very shocking yeah that things like that could happen in 2023. Okay, so um, I guess give us an example. So, okay. An example is when I got offered this full-time job, um, it, well, the, the role I ended up doing isn't what I was offered, but I was offered a certain role within the company. Yeah. But I was being offered that role for like 19 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of wild. <laughs> That's kind of wild. I mean, okay, context. Um, we are in 2023. Uh, cost of living is kicking everyone's backside. Everyone. Yeah. So like 19K, right? Depending on where you live, 19K probably doesn't even cover the rent, right? But also, I am like, at this point, I'm like 32. Yeah. I have a family. I have like 10 years worth of like work experience in different sectors, different roles. Like the last job I did before I, I went on maternity was an account manager. Um, like 19 grand was what I was on 10 years ago when I started working. Yeah. So it was kind of an insult to be offered this role, 19 grand, when I had just graduated from university and with a master's degree, which, by the way, I got a distinction for. Anyway, that's a different conversation. Shout out to you. And by the <laughs> way, you, you, um, I mean, while I wasn't doing the work with you, um, no, could... you did, you did the work. This was our degree. No, listen, like, like, while I didn't do the work with you, I could definitely see that it was it was taxing, and I'm, and I was just glad to be able to witness it, you know, and to be able to to contribute the small amount that I did. But I think there is a, a wider conversation that needs to be had about certain kind of jobs that where they require a high amount of of 
um, qualifications, whether that is a bachelor's degree or master's degree. Um, and the first job that they give you or the entry level position after you get your, let's say your master's degree is a, um, is a very low paying job, mm. you know, and I've known of quite a few stories like that in very, um, in, in very interesting fields as well. I think I remember coming across on, on Twitter, one person was uh, mentioning that they were working for a, a think tank. I can't remember which, but the, they required uh, quite a bit in terms of qualifications, experience, but the entry level wasn't even, it didn't even feel like minimum wage. Yeah. You know, and that is an issue. But anyway, that's aside. Carry on. Yeah, so it was like 19K a year, but um, 40 hours a week, that's like most, they, they're requiring the most from me for the, like, for the least amount the of least. reward. Yeah. Um, and now don't get me wrong, the company's like, flexible they're quite like um they offer some other benefits like they um took they had a, like a team meeting and we all went to portugal for it the company paid for it and all of that but i you know yeah okay so we got we, went to, we got to go to portugal but yeah i still i'm worth i feel like i'm worth more than that like yeah. 19 grand anyway so i went back to them i was like sorry like i'm not gonna do that job for that amount of money that's not gonna happen so then i was like like remember guys i said when i when i had a conversation with my husband years ago i said if i'm going back to work i'm not going back for less than a certain amount of money so then i went back to them and said okay it still wasn't how much i wanted but i was like i'm not doing this job for less than 25 grand like at 25 we can at least have a conversation like less than 20 like i don't know what i'm not like a 16 year old who just come out of like college yeah like respect yeah. me please anyway so i had that conversation with them they were like okay they can't justify me doing the role that they were offering me for that amount of money so they're going to create a role so i was like fine you do what you got to do but this is how much you need to pay me so they created a role they took half of a role from somewhere and made like a role for me and at the end of it called it project manager cool i'm like okay you've created this role you know how much i want so then i go back and then like we're going through the contract and then they're like yeah, we're going to offer you this role for, like, 23. I'm like, I don't understand. What's the, like, I, I said I want 25. What, what 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 am I missing here? So I go back, I'm like, 25. And they were like, no, 23. So then in the end, I was like, okay, do you know what? I'm just going to do it. 23, I'm not going to stay here for, like, three months, six months, figure out my next step. Um, So that's what I did. I took the job. Only to find out, because... Like I said, they, they took half of a role from another role that they had. But then they gave that half to another person who was an undergrad, who just came out of uni, has no work experience. They gave yeah. her half of my the other role that they'd given to me. And she was doing marketing or something alongside it. They offered her 25. As in, that was the baseline. As in that, like, she didn't have to ask. For, like, that's how they approached her. They said, we're going to give you this for 25. Um, can I ask a question? Is she non-melanated? And this is so annoying. Okay, so like I don't want to be that person, but yes, she is. Okay, please carry along. Anyway, so we got talking, you know, because we're doing the same role, and at some point, like our roles kind of like overlap, and we have to work together. And the conversation comes up about the salary, 
And then she says how much she's on. And I'm like, what do you mean? How are you on that? And I'm not when they broke the job in half for us. And I was doing a whole lot, like a whole lot more than she was. And it's her first job. Yeah, that that is So then I'm like, crazy. not only is it, is it like the color of my skin? Is it because I'm a mother and I went, I, I, I had the audacity to have a child and come out of work? What is it? Because I have a master's degree. I got a 2-1 in my undergrad. I got a distinction in my master's. And I have 10 years worth of experience. Yeah. And this person who just came out of university, first job, is going to be earning more than me. Yeah. The, you know, when you, when you put it like that, um, there is a lot, there is a wider conversation. And I'm going to begin to sound like a broken record using that phrase, wider conversation. But there does there, there is a conversation that needs to take place regarding the dynamics of, of race and and also um, gender as well because I feel like with black women I feel like black women probably have it the hardest with men obviously uh, with black men there is still the race issue um, but a man the most a man is ever going to take off is two weeks for paternity. Um, and, and so I think a lot of employers are willing to stomach that. But with women, there is obviously she's come back from maternity or, um, you know, there, but there is a chance that she might get pregnant again. And it always feels like businesses feel like they have to compensate for the fact that they might lose someone for that amount of time. And but in my opinion, it, 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 it I mean, it's wrong for a start. But when you consider the fact that the other lady doesn't have as much experience as you did, and you consider the fact that she's not as qualified as you did, um, there shouldn't be any reason for the disparity in pay. No. Right? So. And if anything, it should have been the other way around. It should have been the other way around. So then the question is, why? Yeah. But anyway, carry on. So that, yeah, so I had all those questions, like, why? Like, why is this happening? I don't understand. And that's just an example of one thing that happened. There's many other things that have happened. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So with that in the background, um, the company went through a restructure. And when it was going, when they were announcing the restructure, some certain jobs were made redundant. And one of my job was one of the jobs that got made redundant. But they were like, there are these other roles which you can apply for. And then I was just torn for a very, like, from the moment. Well, I don't know if I was torn or not. But, like, from the moment they announced it, I, I just kind of had it in my head. I was going to not reapply and I was going to leave the company. But because also I had been there for less than two years, they wouldn't have had to pay me, like, any redundancy or anything like that. Um, so, for them, I guess it wouldn't have made a difference. But, I yeah, I came to the conclusion that I wasn't going to stay. And then they seemed to be unaware of this unaware i think they just all assumed that i would want to reapply and everything was fine so during the discussions it anyway came to light that i wasn't happy and that things had happened and they were not aware of them and that i wasn't going to reapply they begged me basically begged me right they were like please like you can even take some time off paid time off and you took the time off i took the time don't play with me (laughs) (laughs) don't play with me Listen, um, they offer me five days. 
I'm, I'm looking to see if I can get seven or eight or something, like, man. You know, anyway, catch a flight somewhere. Literally. Yeah. They, yeah. I took the time off. I'm like, I'll take the time off, but I'm not like promising that when I come back, my mind would have changed. Yeah. Um. So I took the time off, and even during that period of them saying stuff like that, like other things kept happening, and I was like, this, I don't. What am I doing here? Anyway, I took the time off. I came back, and then I was like. Do you know what? I'm I'm not gonna stay. I don't wanna stay at the company, but I don't wanna leave on bad terms. And I also don't wanna leave um and just sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. Like we said, it's twenty twenty, cost of living is cost of living. Yeah. And as much as of course, like if I didn't if I stopped working, we wouldn't be on the street guys, like we'd be fine. Um, I work just just for the record. Um, <laughs> I've worked a full time job since graduated from university you really have and you've been grinding yeah you've been a provider for i'm the ready family. to become a house husband lately, <laughs> but my dream is not yet been realized so for now it's okay um, god knows the desires of your heart he knows the desires of my heart <laughs> i'm praying for that one to happen so the moment you come in um and you know you get your career job i'm out mm-hmm. i'm checking out okay we'll know. see about that i don't know what um our friends and family will have to say but yeah they'll, they'll be all right and also the bible says a man who doesn't sweat does not eat so i don't know yeah anyway anyway that's another conversation for another day yeah i came back from my week off and i said to them it's fine okay i'll stay i'll apply for the jobs and i applied but then again again the whole money thing ah guys anyway one of the things that was making me not want to reapply was that an incident happened between me and a colleague and I brought this up in the conversations that I was having with the like HR department and the MD of the company. And they were like, okay, depending on what happens, whether you're staying in the company or not, will depend on how we deal with the situation. And even when they said that the first time, I was like, that's a bit of a red flag. It shouldn't matter whether I'm staying or not. You should deal with it. Because it was an unprofessional thing that happened and it was... So un- un- so unprofessional that it made me not want to stay at the company. Yeah. But you don't want to deal with it. Like, it just felt like they didn't want to deal with it. But I was, like, pushing that niggling feeling to the back of my head. I was like, no. They're genuinely nice people. Like, they wouldn't not want to deal with it. Like, you know, they're saying things like, no, we want to change the, the culture of the company. And we wish you had spoken up earlier. And all these different things, right? Okay. Tell me why this week. The MD comes to me and he says oh i'm so glad you're staying but the person who i had the problem with made an announcement that they were leaving so then he then turned around and he's like oh now i don't have to deal with that thing that happened between the two of you what can you imagine my guy doesn't want to deal with it he he openly said i don't want to deal with it i didn't want to deal with it and actually him making that announcement means i don't have to deal with it and i'm so glad and then he turns around yeah. and he's like, I know it's a cop-out. You can tell me it's a cop-out, but that's just how I feel. What am I supposed to say in that moment, please? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. And just for context, we are recording this on a Saturday. And, you know, usually by Saturday, you know, you'd have thought you'd cool down, but the um, all the events of the week are still fresh. So um, Very fresh. <laughs> they're still fresh. Very fresh. So, um, yeah, you know, it shows you how serious it is. And, and, you know, I remember you telling me at the time, and I just thought, 
that is just wild. Because I mean, I've worked under some managers as well who have um, who have wanted to 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 not deal with things. Mm. Um, and and there's something about the dynamic in the in the corporate space where if you've got a team, right, um, you would expect that at some point along the way you develop the leadership skills to be able to deal with difficult situations. Mm-hmm. This is th- this is part of what comes with the extra zero mm. that you might make or the extra five K. Come the extra come you know. again. So so if you if you're earning that extra five, ten, fifteen K that you denied of, me, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if you're if you're earning the extra amount but you're not actually dealing with the issue. It means you're 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 basically robbing, robbing your company because like? because you're absconding leadership. Now, obviously, in this case, um, we're dealing with an MD, and I don't know. I've got so much I want to say about this, but I think I'll sum I'll sum it up and just say that you know what, um, yeah, he needs to he he needs to develop. I don't know, get some bravery somewhere. Something. He needs to get something. Because the thing is, right, this idea of... My problem is, people seem to think that... And there is an element of this. People seem to think that people are problems. And yes, people are problematic. But how problematic a person is, is also dictated by the environment. Yeah, the culture. The culture of the company. Because if the culture of the company wasn't a company that doesn't... That can't deal with conflict and hard situations... And a company that isn't afraid of like challenging those behaviors, then people wouldn't behave the way they behaved, yeah, right? That's a fact. And it's like him thinking that the people leaving the company means now that the company culture has changed is so flawed. I don't know what to even think of him. Yeah. Okay, give me a second. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Perils of. Parenthood. We are we are parents, by the way. In case that wasn't abundantly clear, um, but yeah, keep talking. Um, I'm just gonna go and uh, help Chetua out for a second. Yeah. So I just I just don't I just don't get it. I don't understand why he thinks that just by the people leaving it means that the problem is solved. The problem is far from solved because somebody else can come in and things can happen in the background that you won't be made aware of. And if that is your approach to life and like the company culture anyway, how can I believe that if something else happened, you would deal with it? And here's the kicker, guys, right? Here's the kicker. The incident happened over something that was just so small as well. It wasn't even like... I mean, the person's actions, to me, is what was serious, right? But like, what ignited the whole situation wasn't even like a big deal right so i think like had it been dealt with there and then had it been dealt with even now like it's not it's not a big thing it's not a big thing because also the person who did the act they also need to grow as a person they need to get better they need to know that they can't treat people like that they can't do things like that but by not challenging that behavior you're robbing them of that opportunity for them to grow as a person but also like if it's such a small issue and you are afraid to deal with it what happens if an actual big issue happens 
like that's what i'm scared of like if people can't deal with small problems when they're small how can they then deal with an actual big problem the bible talks about things like this right like yeah it's the little foxes that ruin the vineyards it's not a big thing that always like corrupts things it's always starts small but if you don't deal with it when it's small by the time it like you get a big thing how are you going to deal with that because also there was another incident which was quite a big incident which again i think is just going to get swept under the carpet yeah yeah no for sure and um yeah they they, they're gonna have to deal with that and i think um it's gonna sound really selfish but i think the best thing you can do is to (laughs) make as much money as you can and do oh like that is my make as much money as you can yeah that's my my plan so that's even me going back um because there were two jobs that they were like you could i could apply for i originally applied for the one that was paying more money because i was like i'm just going to do this job for like six months get the the title of the job the experience on my cv and then leave unfortunately i didn't get that job so then i got the other job but still like it's still like experience and it's still more money than what i was on but still not the money i want (laughs) Yeah, and I I think also, um, I think one of the things that I always mention to you is that it's also really important to to keep an eye on the the long term, Mm. which is that you're not going to be there uh, Mm -hmm. for for very long. Um, You've got, obviously, career goals and aspirations, um, and those are what's going to take the priority, and those are what should take the priority. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's purely just a means to an end. You yeah, know, but it's so the ghetto. Like, I can't believe. I'm like, you know, those stories that you read and you're like, people go through that. Oh, shame. I can't believe I'm, the, I'm that person now. Listen, there's something there's something about UK corporate life that um, it makes you, it makes you dread the idea of working until retirement age. Mm. So, like, currently the retirement age is, um, is it 65 for women or 67 for women? And then something like 70 for men. Yeah, something like I feel like, like it's going up quite a lot. It keeps changing. You know, and the worst thing about it is, you know, the retirement age changes. And in UK life, we just accept it and we carry on. But it over, you know, a- across the um, across the continent in Europe, the moment they do that, they've got riots. They've got a whole bunch of stuff going on, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, UK, UK corporate life sucks. And I've never, while I was, uh, I was you know, fresh out of university, excited to go into it, excited to make some money and to to develop a career. Because I've seen it for what it is now, um, yeah, it makes it, the idea of working until retirement actually sounds like a sentence. It really does. You know, obviously you're going to make money and, you know, you do have the freedom to be able to choose uh, what you do, where you go, etc. But it's going to be the same everywhere. You're going to deal with the same um, microaggressions if Mm. you're a person of colour. You're going to deal with um, toxicity. You're going to deal with people who have ambition, you know. And ambition is not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's more about how you use that ambition or how mm-hmm. you channel that ambition. Because some people use that ambition to... To um, to pull others down around them. Yeah, exactly. And to catapult themselves above mm. everyone else, you know. And that's the one aspect of, like, of working in the corporate space that I've always disliked. And that's the one part, I think, within my mind that will never change, you know? Yeah. But, you know, that's So, yeah, the, that was my week, babe. How was your week? Um, my week was cool. My week was cool. Um, 
Yeah, just dealing with a number of different things. You know, no days ever the same. Um, dealing with with people, you're dealing with processes. Uh, you're dealing with a number of different things. But you know what? Um, it's not been as eventful as yours. Uh, my job isn't too bad, um, and I can't really complain too much about it. Um, you know, so I am very, very much grateful for it. You know, but I think for me, because I've got an end goal in sight as well. Um, the moment I can accomplish a few things within the next six months or so, it might uh, open up um, a few doors for me. So yeah, um, watch this space. Watch this space. Watch this space. So mm -hmm. I don't know how much recording time we've got left. Just looking at the SD card, we might not have uh, too much. So if it cuts out at any point, just know people, we love you, and we're going to be back soon um, and we'll record again. But um, yeah, we've spoken about quite a bit, and I feel like. You've got an opportunity to take stuff off your chest. Does that yeah. feel better? It does. Because, I mean, we didn't have the conversation properly because you were like, let's talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. So I feel like I, I wasn't able to vent as much, like, during the week, which normally, like, as soon as I come home or as soon as you come home, I'm, like, venting. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that, this was good. This was good. Um, Yeah. So. The branch off. Yeah, this is the branch off. Um, we're going to be covering a number of different topics. Obviously, this week is a bit of a pilot. Um, and also, you know, uh, you know, there is no telling where we're going to go with this. You know, talked about Russell Brand, comedians, <laughs> cancel culture, all into like UK workspace stuff. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm excited for this because we're going to talk about a number of different things. You know, um, my hope anyway is that, yeah, you know, you guys stick around with us. Um, get to know us as people if you don't know us um yeah and we're gonna have a good time thanks for listening guys thank you guys don't forget to share like comment subscribe subscribe the s word yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we will catch you on the, the next, next episode one.